0: You're listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast, where we provide top insights into sports leadership and peak performance through interviews with some of the greatest team captains and thought leaders in the sports world. Now, here is your host, performance coach, speaker, and author, Ben Smith. Welcome to the Captain's Coach Podcast. I am the founder, Ben Smith, and I'm excited to bring to you another model and framework that I think will be useful for all of you captains and coaches out there that are listening. So, today, what we're going to discuss is adult development theory and a little bit about our training philosophy and why we feel like it is a great framework to use to help with the maturation uh, and growth of the individual athletes on your team. And so to get right in, uh, adult development theory is a theory by Robert Keegan. And and in this, he stated that throughout the lifespan of an individual, we go through five different phases of maturation. So these five are stage one is the impulsive mind, which happens in early childhood. Stage two is the imperial mind, which is about 6% of the adult population. Stage three is the socialized mind, which is almost half of the population. Stage four, self-authoring, which is about 35%. And stage five is self-transforming mind. And Keegan, he got this model from a mix of previous psychologists, such as uh, Maslow, Erickson, and Carl Jung. And the principal idea is that maturation occurs when we transform our view of the world from us being the center of the universe to others being uh more important than ourselves and so it's in this transformation that this maturation occurs and it's not really so much about our knowledge base but more about how we perceive the world and in our perception and so one of the biggest changes in maturation occurs between stages two and three between the imperial mind and the socialized mind and then between three and four Uh, that's where a majority of the population is at and um We're kind of in that zone when it comes to high school and college athletes. Um, And what really happens between, we'll focus on actually probably stages three and stages four, um, when we get to what's called the self-authoring mind, is this is when we start to take ownership of our own thoughts, the values that we have, our own identity and meaning, instead of what we have assimilated from others. And this is where the individual begins to really gain clarity on who they are, what they want to accomplish, and why. And part of our six tenets of leadership, the third one is that self-expression is the essence of leadership. And this is uh, this adult development theory fits perfectly within that. You know, if we want to, you know, great leaders have this transformative maturation process where they're really serving others, and but more specifically, they. You know, they put others above, uh, you know, in front of them and above them, but they have also uh, gained clarity on who they are. And so the leadership is just a byproduct of this expression of what, you know, of who they are, what they want to accomplish with, which is driven by, you know, a, a purposeful why. Um, and so when it comes to leadership development within your program, this is really a, a good model to understand um, and we want to make sure our training philosophies kind of match up with this as well. And let me I'll, let me go back and make a couple more points on the adult development theory before we get back into or discuss more about you know, training philosophy. And uh, so this this idea of transformation really relates well again to most college and high school athletes. And one of one of the reasons why is that in the world that this generation. Has grown up in. Much has been handed to them. Now, it's not necessarily their fault, and a lot's not for everybody. Um, you know, there is no doubt that most of them work incredibly hard. Um, most of the athletes that I know, grow, growing up and even today, um, regardless if the path has been put in front of them or not, and opportunities have been given to them, a lot of them, you know, they work hard for what they do have. But at the same time, you know, those are opportunities and paths that really have, again, been given to them. So most of their lives, though, they, they really haven't had the requirement of thinking for themselves. Our parents and our coaches have been so involved from age three and four uh, when they start getting into uh, team sports. Um, they just haven't been required to go through some of these experiences of dealing with conflict and um and really making things happen for themselves, you know they've just been influenced by the environment as all of us have, and some of us have or some of them have grown up, and it's been a good a uh, good thing for them, and not so good for others and so uh, this will all kind of come full circle here soon, but I think the maturation process can really in this adult development theory can really be summarizing the three main points, and that is that the maturation process occurs when you know, the individual has developed an independent sense of self, number one. The second is that they're able to make wise decisions. And third is that they have gone through a transformation that puts others in front of themselves, which really equates well with social maturity. And so then the question is, okay, understanding adult development theory. And a little bit about what it is and how we go through this maturation process is how can we, um, how can we allow these athletes to go through this at an accelerated pace than what they have gone through thus far. Um, and that's all about the environment, which is a podcast that, uh, just recently came out a couple days ago too. So if you want to go back and check that out, I think that would be helpful, um, but what I think we want to talk about here is okay. How do we influence this, and what um, you know? What should your training philosophy philosophy be for this? And so I think that the first thing is just to analyze, figure out what stage they currently are at. So for those individuals that aren't at stage four, maybe not even stage three, you know, your process is going to be a little bit different based off of the stages that they're at. But for us, uh, most of the assets that we work with are at the stage three. Um uh, stage three phase. And so what we like to do is three things. We're big fans of the one-on-one coaching, right? Um, and we don't believe that we learn through lecture, we learn by doing. And so the, the leadership development and adult development are very, um, I wouldn't say interchangeable, but very similar in nature. And the, the three things that we do when we sit down with an athlete is we focus on three things. First off, we try our very best. We don't want to lecture. Uh, the first thing we want to do and the biggest thing is we want to ask a lot of questions because this gets the athlete from a passive state of learning to an active state of learning, which is something that they haven't really hasn't been required of them yet. Uh, get them to teach as much as possible because we write to think and we teach to learn. So the first thing is we ask a lot of questions. Questions lead to reflection, and reflection is what ultimately leads to growth. So again, our training philosophy asks a lot of questions. Secondary to that is actually doing a little bit of teaching, just a small percentage. We just want to promote a singular, what we call a a mental model, which is something that's really come onto the scene here uh, with Farnham Street. And a lot of really smart people leveraging this concept. Um, And mental models are just this framework for how the world works. It's uh, applicable to many different industries. And what these mental models do, it kind of just helps for people to, allows them to think better and improves decision making because it creates this lattice work, excuse me, it creates this lattice work of of models that can that we can, once we come into a situation, utilize as a tool. Um, and, it, and the more models that you have, the more that you're able to pull from, which will hopefully allow you to make wiser decisions. And so that's just a small percentage. We present this really easy framework that is something that they understand because we teach it in a way that is related to sports so that they can get an immediate understanding. And then what we'll do with that, because it's very unlikely that they'll memorize that then and there. And because again, we don't learn from lecture. We only retain about 5% of the information that we hear, which is an important thing to remember. Um, we learn by doing. And so when they go through in the future, different experiences, and that one-on-one coaching is still happening on a weekly basis, it's at, them, it's at that point that we can say, okay, hey, remember when we talked about this model, X, Y, Z. Um, this would be a perfect model that would fit this situation very well. So then let's talk about that now that you're in a situation and there's a higher level of necessity. Um, and speaking about necessity, this moves us to the third point with our philosophy about how it's best to kind of coach through this coach them and help them to go through this maturation process and leadership development process as well. And that is um, providing actions and opportunities. We, get, we believe that leadership is not a position, it's an action. And so we have uh, with, with the book that we came out recently with uh, the captain's playbook provides a list. There's about a hundred and to 150 different actions that these athletes we've compiled that athletes can take, on a day-to-day basis, that puts them in the middle of the problem, or in the middle of of requiring initiation uh, to perform uh, a leadership function. One might a simple one might be, you know, at the end of practice, conduct an AAR. Just pull in two or three of your of your teammates that are higher influencers on the team, and just talk about what happened that day and how maybe you can can improve. It might only take two minutes, uh, but it's a simple action that just kind of instills this um, cooperation and, and initiative there. Um, and so what we try to do there is for that week when we sit down with them in that 30-minute session is say, okay, hey, like this week, what are some of the things that you have going on? All right, well, you try um, doing this action and let's, let's see how that goes. And that actually puts them and forces them into an experience where is where we ultimately learn. And so if you want to create a, a culture of leadership development, you have to provide experiences and opportunities where there's a higher level of necessity for them to think on their own, which is an environment that also allows them to fail. Um, but if you do that consistently and don't freak out when they do fail, and give some immediate feedback and some coaching, then you're looking at an increased or an accelerated process for not just leadership development, but actual maturation, which is something that you know these athletes are desperately in need of. And so I think at the end of this, to summarize it all up, is just I think when we remember back to what the purpose of sport is, is that we are trying to leverage sports to provide the skill sets um, that really matter for life. especially just leveraging sports to improve the character of an individual and to allow them to have the confidence that they will be a productive and independent value add to society. Thanks for listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast with Ben Smith. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and check out our website at captainscoach.com. Join us next time for another edition of the Captain's Coach Podcast.